0: And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%.
1: Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad he is a healing evangelist for the jesus the answer outreach ministry an outreach crusade bringing healing deliverance and breakthrough to many people breakthrough ministries international is a vibrant church with young energetic people full of zeal and fire for the lord make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week now let's listen to pastor chris
0: You're my banner of victory at all times I will trust you, I shall never know defeat Jehovah, you're my banner of victory at all times I will trust you, I shall never know defeat I'll trust you in the night time Lord I'll trust you in the day Lord I'll trust you every moment of the way I'll trust you in the nighttime. I will trust you in the day, oh Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. I'll trust you in the night time, Lord, I'll trust you I will trust you every moment of the way. Jehovah, you're my banner of victory at all times. I will trust you. I shall never know defeat. we at all times I will trust you I shall never know defeat I trust you I trust you In the night time I will trust you in the day Lord, I'll trust you Every moment of the way Trust you in the day, and I'll trust you every moment of the way. Mm. As servants wait, as servants wait on masters, so my eyes are on trust you I shall never be your shame as servants wait on masters so my eyes are on you Lord I will trust trust you I shall never be your shame Lord I trust you I trust you I trust you in the day, Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way, i trust you i trust you in the night time, I will trust you in the day, Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. As surround, as hills surround, Jerusalem, so the Lord's around is all. I will trust you, I cannot ever be moved, oh, as hills around, as Jerusalem, so the Lord's around is all. I will trust you, I cannot ever remove. Lord, I trust you. I trust you in the nighttime. I will trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. moment of the way. I'll trust you, I'll trust you in the night time. I will trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every moment. Just to have all.
1: hands together for the worshipers. <laughs> BMI, this morning we've worshipped together, we've praised together, and I believe the atmosphere is set to receive the unadulterated gospel. And so the Bible says that the Word of God is the lamp onto our feet and the light on our path. So if you are excited to receive the Word of God this morning, why don't you rise to your feet? And with much excitement, help me welcome, God's servant, my father in the ministry, Pastor Chris! I trust you in
0: the night time. I will trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every morning. Every moment of the way. I'll trust you in the night time. I will trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you. Every moment of
1: the way. Lift your hands to heaven. Let's join with the angels. Let's join with the human being. The stones will cry out. I'll trust you in In the the night time I will will trust trust you
0: in the day day. Lord, I'll I'll trust trust you
1: every moment moment of the way Now when things are difficult in life, don't forget The Lord is your banner He's your victory He's the hills that you lift your eyes to and if you can't trust people, you can always say, I'll trust you in Even the nighttime, I won't trust you, Lord.
0: you' my banner A oh, victory at I will trust you I shall never know defeat I'll oh, trust you in the night Sing I'll trust you In the night I will trust you
1: Jerusalem, as heals round Jerusalem, so the
0: Lord, so the Lord's around around is I will trust you. I, I shall not ever be moved. Say it again as the hills around
1: Jerusalem, as
0: heals round Jerusalem, so the Lord. I trust you in the night time I will trust you in the day
1: Lord I'll trust you Every moment of the way
0: i trust you in the night time I will trust you in the day Lord
1: Your hands, hallelujah. Lord, we trust you. We trust you for this morning that you will speak to our hearts again. Renew us, revive us to love you more. Thank you for all that you have done. We can always trust you, Lord. We give you thanks, we give you praise because you are worthy. In Jesus' name. Let's clap for the Lord. Take your seats. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you enjoy the worship? We are so grateful to be here today. In the presence of God. Amen. There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. There is healing in His presence. There is deliverance in His presence. There is breakthrough in His presence. All you have to do is to believe God. And you will see the hand of God do miracles for you. Amen. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I want to Teach something that I believe the Lord put on my heart to you this morning. And if the Holy Spirit allows and if it is will, it might not just be one session, but more than one. My topic is, do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? If you have Bibles, you will be reading from Matthew 22:36. 36. Whilst you are turning your Bibles there, I want to bring greeting from East London. I actually forgot I was just there last week and we visited our church there. The Lord is good. There are believers there that serve the Lord with us and we were were very privileged to share the word of God with the people there. And I trust the Lord that soon we can also, most of you can make your journey to East London to go and visit the people. Amen. Our next visit is Uppington in a few weeks' time. This afternoon we have also been invited to Pastor Clint Ross's 8th anniversary. Their church is 8 years old. They have, they have now found a place in Tokai. So the leaders will join me there tonight. Unfortunately their church is not very big. So, uh, the leaders will go and you must find a lift with someone if you want to be there. Glory to God. We have a great speaker from Durban that have come. I'm not sure if it's an apostle or bishop, but Basil Tyer. We share the same spiritual father. So, it's a blessing. They've also asked me to bring a greeting, so... I'm excited to join them there tonight. That's why there will be no revival. Very soon we'll have revival. Next week, let me tell you all this in case you like a nice journey. I've been invited to speak in Wellington. I'm not sure if it's Wellington or Marmersbury. Somebody must, my team must just help me. The pastor lives in Wellington or he lives in Marmersbury and he travels to Wellington. I'm not sure. The service will be in Wellington. Yes. So if you want to join, join us, you can. I'm not sure if we'll make a, a, a kumbi available. Pastor Robin, you must ask him if you want to go with. Him. And your bicycle can not make it all day. Ask him if we can get a ride with a kumbi to Wellington. Who's never been to Wellington? stick your hand up. was not in Wellington. Now you see the church gives all those opportunities, and this is another opportunity for you. To go with us next week to Wellington, praise God, glory and Upington too. Those who want to travel with must also give their names to Pastor Robbie. Now, before I preach, let me say this because sometimes when the anointing is so strong, then I don't have time to speak to you afterwards. We are on project tiles, amen. We're not finished with painting and stuff. You see, we built the sound box at the back. It's called the audiovisual unit. These people will all move to the back soon. And they will be enclosed wonderfully. But it's project tiles. We want to tile as soon as we can. We are just waiting for stock to come. The problem is that many people have tiles, but they don't have enough for such a big auditorium. So we need to wait for enough stock, and soon we will start. And all of you that have made a pledge, God bless you. Please honor it. And then those who didn't have a chance, and you feel that this is a good project we are busy with, You can also give a donation so that we can get this floor tiled. This dust is really getting to us, isn't it? Soon, soon it will be nice. Amen. Are you excited? I've had so many questions about people wanting to come to see us and visit us. Great pastors from around the world, I said, just wait till the tiling is done. Then we will let you come. Amen. You're going to be spoiled. With great preachers here on this platform You'll be surprised We'll all come here The other day they had a bishop here from America And uh, in the morning session The breakfast session They said they have a problem You know The building that they've hired is too small And so all the pastors turned and looked at me As if they know That there is a place there is a place that can take more So what will happen is that even other pastors that want to bring in Big speakers, they won't have the venues But then I will gladly give them the venue Then we also enjoy for free <laughs> Is it a good idea? It's a great idea That's how we got Dr. Mike Murdoch Are you with me? What a blessing. Hallelujah. Do you love the Lord? This I'm going to read to you today or teach you today. is something I believe the Holy Spirit spoke to me first. You know, if I ask you, do you love the Lord? I'm sure you will all put your hands up. It's just a common thing we all think that we love God. But I'm sure after the teachings, we will have to rethink. Do we really love God? You know, and as much as I really want to come and give you a positive prophecy, which I will probably do, I think we must do what the English man calls an introspection. It's a word. You, you, an inspector inspects other things outside. Intro is to look inside. Do you really love God? You really love God. Are you ready? Matthew chapter 22 verse 36. The context of this is that the Sadducees try to trick Jesus with a question. About the Sadducees was a group of believers or type of sect in Israel. The day of Jesus when he visited the earth, we had the Sadducees and the Pharisees. The sad you see is They didn't believe in the resurrection of the dead So they tried to to trick Jesus and say A man married A woman married a man who had seven brothers You know that story or I think you should The one dies She marries the other one The other one dies And eventually in heaven Whose wife will she be? You know that question I won't answer it because You must read your Bibles It's in there Then Jesus gave them a wonderful answer And after that answer The Pharisees then came up And then this was the question Master Which is the great commandment in the law? Teacher Which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied You must love the Lord your God With all your heart With all your soul And with all your mind Hallelujah You must love the Lord your God With all your your heart, your soul and your mind Uh, There's another uh, 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 version Or not a version Another place where He said to the young man Love him with all your heart With all your soul And all your strength Amen This is the greatest commandment Teacher Which commandment is the greatest In the law of Moses Is it that I mustn't steal Is it that I mustn't commit murder he said that I mustn't have any other God, anyone. No, he said this is the greatest one. You must love God, but not haphazardly, not nonchalantly, but with all your heart, with all your soul. And with all your minds. Hallelujah. So say, Pastor, but it's a very clear commandment. Why is it necessary to talk about it or to teach about it? I will tell you now exactly why it's important. It's so important that we need to look into it deeper. Why is loving the Lord an important commandment? Number one, it's important because it it is, is, number one, your most important duty. It's not the only commandment. Are you hearing me? There are many other commandments. You know, Jesus tells us we must pray. He said we must fast. So you could ask yourself the question, what do I do for God? Should I teach? Is this the most important thing? Should I take A quiet time Away from God Should I rent a, a little place And wait on God for three days All nice and good command Should I pray, should I fast But the greatest of all The primary one That I must love God Are you here? I must love God With all my heart With all my soul And with all my mind Which is the most And the first one to obey Is this one Number two Why is it important? It is important because It is the proper response To God's love for you Are you hearing me? It is a proper response To God's love for you In 1 John 4 verse 19 We see this beautiful uh, scripture that says we love each other. No, not NLT, please. King James. We love him because he first loved us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the proper response to love. Love is supposed to provoke more love. Love is supposed to provoke more love. In other words, I love you because you first loved me. I love you because you love me. You will soon find that somebody who doesn't love you, your love for that person won't work. Are you with me? Love is, a, is many things. Love is blind. You wonder how two people can like each other and love each other, but it's unexplainable, it's a mystery. This word love. Amen. But it's the best response to love is to love back. Hallelujah. It's the greatest response. And it's the right response. Why, Pastor? Why must we love him? Because he first loved us now what is your response to love in, in the presence of God some of you will be yawning <sighs> some of you will be sleeping some of you will be saying my club and he me Is that the proper response to the love that God gave you? Is that the response? Come to church one week, skip a few, attend another week. Is that the way you love back? Because He first loved you. You know, I say the proper response because there are different responses to love. Are you hearing me? So what happens that some people will be afraid of love. You see, sometimes when a man loves a woman, the woman has a, a, a jealousy. So every every person the man talks to or looks at, the woman becomes jealous. Have you you know such people? I'm not talking about you, you know such a person. Do you know what is the problem there? The 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 response to love. That she gives back is fear What is the fear that she has? She is afraid that he will not love He will love other people And not love her anymore That's her response for love And instead of loving him back And pouring her love back on him She's jealous She becomes a bitter person Because she didn't give him the proper response For his love Yeah. She's afraid of losing this love. Others accuse their lover. <laughs> I love only you, but you accuse me that I love others. So my phone has to have a pin on. Because you are always setting. even have the, they assume that the lover will forgive them, so they, they have other affairs outside of the relationship, yeah, that's the response to the love they got, the, the person only loved them, but they think, I'll have some other flirtash, flirtations, other relationships, and the, the person will forgive me for my unfaithfulness. That's the response That people can give Do you know there's even a worse response to love? That you can love someone so much And the person repay you back with hatred And evil It's so often in the church A pastor gets Somebody from the streets leads him to Christ, shares his love on him, tell the clothing department to give him proper shoes, some decent clothes, even find a wife for him in the church, get him a ring because he couldn't afford to buy it. I'm talking about some real true stories. And then what did the pastor get back in return for his love? Hatred. So you say, Pastor, what is the proper response for love? You must love back. Why? Because he first loved you. Clap for Jesus because he first loved me. I love him because he first loved me. Hey. Number three, why, Pastor, why is this the greatest commandment? It's the greatest commandment because it's the best preparation for your judgment. If you didn't know, I'm telling you today, you're going to stand one day before the judgment seat. Listen to this. 1 John 4, 17. 1 John 4, 17. in is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as it is, so are we in the world. Your love is perfect when you stand before the judgment seat of God. Because there's going to be some questions that's going to be asked you at the judgment seat. Are you listening to me? And out of all the questions, there is one which we call the primary question. The compulsory question If you write exams If you go to school Then you will get You can choose between question 3 and question 4 But question 1 Is what they call the compulsory You have to answer That one you can't escape You can choose question 1 and then 2 of the other 3 Any 2 of the other 3 Anybody here that knows what I'm talking about? But question one will be the primary or the compulsory question And that is the question that you will be asked in heaven Nothing else And you know what the question is? Did you love God? You You But pastor, I went to church That's not the question Maybe you came here because there was a girl that you liked here. Maybe you came here because the pastor kept nagging you must be in church. So let it my face. But the real question is, did you love God? Pastor, I gave to the poor. I helped in the soup kitchen. Did you take it to have your picture in the newspaper? What what is your motive behind everything you do? The question is the motive. I have this one. I even gave to the tiles of the church. Maybe it was so that you can also feel that you are part of something. But did you give it because you love God? It is the question The primary question That will prepare you for the day of judgment The compulsory one Not the second one The main one Are you still here? Hallelujah Can you see the depth of this statement? Do you love God? Are you only here to impress others? What is your motive? But in heaven You can't hide anything it's not loving God is different from doing good works. Hallelujah. Your works will be properly assessed in heaven. Hallelujah. Now, number four. Why is it the greatest commandment? It is the greatest commandment because it is the proper response to forgiveness. In Luke 7:47. The Bible says, I say unto thee, wherefore I say unto thee, as sins which are many are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. Amen. To be forgiven is an amazing act of graciousness from the Almighty God. To be forgiven. Yes. Because anytime people do us wrong, it affects us mentally, socially, emotionally. Is it true? And people who are hurt, they are transformed. Yes. People that are hurt, they are transformed. Most films that you watch, films, is about revenge. You didn't think about it, but it's true. Yeah. If they don't have it so much anymore, but when we were small, we used to watch karate movies. And most of it is where a young boy's master is killed. And he was a nice, loving boy, but he becomes a killer to revenge those who have hurt him. Yes. There's a movie I watched called Kill Bill. It's a, it's a lady who was a nice blonde American. But because they killed her parents, she took Sholin Kung Fu. And she became a killer with a sword. I'm sure you've seen that movie. That is what happens when people hurt you. Is it true? Now, if you can't become a killer, you, you, you have this hope in your heart That that people who hurt you You will see their destruction before you die Come on now, let's be honest You you are hoping to see The people's calamity and their destruction Yeah You, you, You are cursing them from the depths of your heart But when Jesus came to earth He started to teach us to love and to forgive He said, forgive those who hurt you Aye you say, Lord, it's not easy. I forgive him. I cannot forget him. But you have forgiven much. You have been forgiven much. Huh? We, we have at our crusade a common thing where we ask the people, how many sins have you committed? And the people respond in honesty So if we ask you how many lies have you told Or let's say Who of you are all liars in this church Or who have told a lie before You see the hands go up Yeah Ask your neighbor have you told a lie before If your neighbor says no Is the first lie that the neighbor is telling today How many of you have stolen before? Stolen something. No, no, let's go back. How many of you have told more than 10 lies, at least more than 10 lies in your lifetime? Yes. So today this church is full of liars. How many of you have stolen something before? It doesn't belong to you, but you took it. You walked past your mother's pot and you stole the chicken. It was not yet time to eat. Hey. The church is full of liars and thieves today. How many of you have been jealous before? Jealous. You see something, you say, I wish I had this thing. Hey, why must she have it? How many of you have murdered someone before? You say, no, I haven't done that. But you see, Jesus makes you guilty. He says, if you have hatred in your heart towards anyone, you are just like a murderer. And how many of you have slept with someone that's not your wife? It's called fornication or adultery, you see. You don't put up your hands because you feel the people... The people will see you. But Jesus came, Jesus came, and you know what Jesus did? He said, look, don't say the people are adulterous. You, you, if you only look at a woman, and, and you have lust in your heart, you are just like an adulterer. Nothing different. So how can we be lovable? The only way that we really can be lovable creatures is if God forgives us of our sins. Hallelujah. And it's his blood that washes away your sins. So when you stand before him, you, he, you have a robe of pure white. Hallelujah. You gave him your old tattered garment. And he gives you a robe of pure white. That's the forgiveness of God. And it requires a response from you What is the response? I must love God Because He forgave me of all my sins I escape judgment At the mercy seat Hallelujah If you have been forgiven much Now you know who you are I don't know who you are I don't know what you've done But if you've been forgiven much Spend your life loving God today. Christians come to church, they don't look for God, they look for things. Yeah, they look for partners. Some boys are even upset with me. Yeah, they say, One boy, one boy, one boy told me. Let me speak English Pastor tell all the young girls They must go to school and get degrees Because that is what I do I encourage young children To get education To see, the bro Pastor I was in last school What for me I was angry that I was Encouraging people to deep come into for a fruit. I'm talking about people who come to church for things, for God's love, for things what we can get. Pastor prophesy. Pastor, make need eyes. Pastor, car. I need a car. I need a home. Speak, man of God, prophesy, man of God, prophesy Is that what you're here for? I know you need it But the first commandment You must love God You are here because you love God You're not really here for the pastor You're not here for the nice worship You are here because you love God Hallelujah Now If you love him How how can it be seen How can it be proved Because you must remember Some years ago A man wrote a book Called the five love languages I don't know the man's name But everybody was bragging about this book You know Five love languages In other words (coughs) You can't just do something for someone and say you love that person because that might not be the love language of that person. Are you with me? Everybody has a different love language. That's what that book said. So like if you buy your wife a chocolate, but she don't like chocolate, that's not her love language. She wants something else. Do you see, you must first understand What is the language of I was with an architect the other day And I was talking to him about some spiritual things And he said to him You know, my wife says I don't love her I built her second house he's, he's wild like me, he's a choleric So we were talking about temperaments He said, I built this woman a huge house by the sea And every time she argues with me and says, I don't love her I a what for now nice? <laughs> but I said look people respond different to love that is not her love language she didn't want that she wanted a nice outing to a McDonald's where you sit and drink some tea by her now you don't think that's important <laughs> But I've got news for you, <clears throat> if we want to ask God, what is his love language, can you kiss God on the cheek? You can't, where is God? Can you write him a letter? Some ladies like cards, you know, uh, like a little card or a meme, even though you hurt me, I still love you. <laughs> Now it's true, some people, I've I've read it Some people respond differently Cards Then some like chocolate Can you buy God a chocolate? I'm teaching on loving God Can you buy him a chocolate? Where are you going to give it to him? Some people respond to love by sex That's why they say, if you love me, you will sleep with me You know that term Hmm. But we are so blessed that God in this in this word he didn't leave us guessing what is his love language Let's look at the Bible and see what is the love language of God you would like to know what the love language of God is I think I'll speak to the side because that people are not. must I tell you what the love language of God is I tell you now I tell you now 1 John 2 verse 5. 1 John 2 verse 5. In the New Living Translation. But those who obey God's words truly show how completely they love Him. Do you see it? Do you see it? That is how we know we are living in Him. Those who obey, everybody say obey. Those who obey God and obey His word, truly show how completely they love Him. Hallelujah. So the f- keeping the commandment of God, keeping His word is the true sign of our love for God. To keep the word of God in your heart, number one, you must keep it in your heart. 1 John 2, 5 is what I just read you. You cannot obey the word that is not in your heart. Put it in the uh, King James Version there. I'm sure that should be, yeah. yeah. Those who keepeth his word in him verily is the love of God perfected. You can't keep the Word of God if the Word of God is not in your heart. So in other words, you must meditate on that Word. Amen? You must know what God expects of you. You must have an under deep understanding of His Word. This morning I had a meeting with a Bible school and I said, some students who leave the Bible school, it's almost like they, they, they've not inculcated the things that was put into them. You know, when you love the Word of God... Uh, you will put it in your heart You will know what is what will please God And what will displease God It's almost like You shouldn't be told what is right and what is wrong Because the word has been placed in your heart David said I put his word in my heart So that I do not sin against him Must you be reminded what, what his sin is It's in your heart The word is in your heart And if you keep it you truly show That you love God Hallelujah Now pastor you say It's hard to obey the word No it's not Look what 1 John 5 verse 3 says He says 1 John 5 3 4, this is the love of God That we keep his commandments And his commandments are not grievous It's not difficult The word grievous is difficult Say Can I tell you the truth? It is harder not to follow God than to to follow Him. Are you with me? In other words, it is harder to obey, not to obey. Because you're going to end up in destruction and in calamity and distress than if you obey God. Many people are deceived by thinking, oh, coming to church is grievous. Oh, reading our Bible every day is hard. It's harder not to do it Because when you are in the distress There's almost no way back for you Because you didn't hearken unto the voice Of the Lord your God Are you still with me? If you love the Lord You will obey God And you will obey the word of God You will keep it in your heart It's not grievous Hallelujah Disobedience is far more grievous Because it brings sorrow Regret and mourning. Disobedience. I'm so convinced about this. Every time I see somebody turn their back on the church, I already can see them turning their backs on God. I might not get to it, but God's house is part of the love of God. Might not get to it today, but it's part of it. So when I see that sign, I can already see I can already see a a regression Going away You know Because it's almost like It is too hard To do the things God asks of us It's not It's harder not to obey Are you hearing me? It's harder not to obey Because you're going to regret it In your life In your lifetime Yes Number three I'm talking about obeying God now. Keeping His commandments which we have received. John 14, 21. John 14, 21. He that has my commandments and keeps them, it is he that loves me. Can you see how God is love? I'm showing you something. Can you see how God is love? And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him. Wow. And I will manifest myself to Him. Yes. John 14, 21. He shall be loved of my Father. The difficulty of you people coming to breakthrough is that you have a teacher of the Word of God that teaches you the Word of God in simplistic form. So in other words, I'm removing your excuse of ignorance. They so you can always say, Pastor, I didn't know that I have to do this love with you. But the pastor has then learned for you today. God wants you a chocolate. God wants you a soonsie. He has to be heard Then you are giving love back to him. If you do that, he will love you. And you will come And his presence will be with you Hallelujah But you have no more excuse of ignorance I did not know Pastor Pastor can you get Vietnam? Yeah, they know. I'm I'm preaching good as I always do So that the little ones Reynard Bonke said, I, will, I want to preach so that everyone in the audience can understand, even the children. I don't want to sound educated and highfalutin. The babies must understand the message. So you have no more excuse when we stand before the judgment seat of God. Because a question will be asked. What, what number question is that? Number three? What number? Number one. What's the question? Did you love God? In your time on the earth Did you love God? Yesterday morning in the prayer meeting We were praying for another day Another day God gave you another day And I said to the people It's another day to love God Why do we stay longer? To help us for the judgment day In other words We didn't do what we should have done yesterday But we get another chance today Hallelujah Hallelujah Pastor, I missed this. I didn't do that. I didn't love God. Well, His mercy is new in the morning. Yesterday is gone. Today is another day. You can start all over again. You can start all over again. You can really love God because He first loved you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Eskom just phoned me now. They said it's stage 6. He said, I mustn't rush the preaching because there's no electricity for the people at home. Hallelujah. Just work around it, okay? Just beat it. One good thing is that your electricity will be cheaper at the end of the month. Right. Keep the Word of God from the scripture You say, Pastor, where's the word of God? It's in the Bible Verse 22 of that same verse Quickly, verse 22 of John 14 And verse 23 or oh, go back to 21 Listen to this Now, He said, if you, if you love me You will keep my commandments oh, Let's put it in the NLT Then it's easy for the people those who accept my commandments and obey them Are the ones who love me And because they love me My father will love them And I will love them and reveal myself to them Now verse 22 Judas, not the Iscariot The other one He said to him Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself Only to us and not to the world? Then in verse 23 We see this powerful scripture All who love me will do what I say hey! Jesus said All who love me Oh, verse 8. All who love me will do what I say. My father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep his commandments from the scripture. Glory to God. Because God speaks through his word. Don't always wait for a prophet to speak and say thus saith the Lord to you or wave a handkerchief. No. It is in the Bible. The word of God is in the Bible and he's speaking to you. Obey that word. Hallelujah. What must I obey, Pastor? Obey the scripture. Obey the scripture. Now, Number five of how can we obey God? You must not listen to the third voice. Amen? In other words, don't love others instead of loving God. Because it will turn into a curse. Deuteronomy 11:13. 13. I'm giving you the Bible. Look, look at these scriptures. If you carefully obey all the commandments I'm giving you today, and you love the Lord your God and serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul. You see. Go on. You see further. Uh, what did I give you? Deuteronomy eleven thirteen. He will send the rains in the proper season, the early and the latter rains. If you love God, you will receive in your harvest of grain new wine and new oil. Yes, now the whole book of Deuteronomy Tells you about the blessings that will come upon you But then it also speaks about the curses How many of you know Deuteronomy's blessings and curses? Then it says, why did the curses come on you? It's if you turn your back on loving God yeah. You have turned your back to other idols When something becomes bigger than God Now you can love many other things in this world but anything that is That is above your love for God Becomes an idol Yeah Some people can't do any. They, they don't even respect The day of the Lord Because they've got Either sports Or they've got something on But they also claim Do an introspection Do you really love God? I'm talking about you Do you really love God? What will, what will take you away from God's presence? What will be so important? Is it your job? Is it your hobbies? Then we all say we love God There's only one voice you must listen to That's the voice of God The voice of your pastor Must be in line with the voice of God Are you hearing? Whenever there's a third voice The relationship is not secure Any voice different from God's voice can take you away and astray. It was Eve who spoke to Adam. And when God came to ask him, but why didn't you do what I asked you to do? You didn't obey me. Do you know what he said to God? A third voice spoke to me. Who was that voice? My wife. What? You listen to your wife You must listen to me Says the Lord of hosts See a lot of men today They fall into the trap of Adam Because of their love for their wives They no more listen to God And the love for God Is not displayed by the chocolate Or by go making peace It is by obeying him are you with me? And Adam should have listened to his voice because it was between God and Adam. The instruction, the commandment between God and Adam. But then he said, No, a third voice. The voice of my wife. Some of these young boys are not even married, and they must they already tell me. I can't come because I must just ask my girlfriend, my beloved. What is her plans for the day? I said, really? Wow. You're not married yet? Ah. Certain brother in this church is not married for long. <laughs> So, I was traveling with his wife and many other ladies on a mission journey. We were a whole group of people together. So, I was looking for another pastor that had to do something for me. So, they said, the pastor is busy painting a house. I said, what house is he painting? He said, no, the lady who went on the journey gave her husband work to do. So much, he couldn't. There was no free time to go to the shop That he had to call more pastors To come and help him finish this house I said what? Then he turned to Eve and said But why did you tell Adam? Something that I didn't tell you Then she said A third voice spoke to me But who is that voice? The serpent Our people don't understand this and I've been trying to save you by saying don't listen to the third voice. God will speak to you and oftentimes most of the times through his word or through the good world pastor that preaches the word to you. but when you start to lean your ears to other voices, that's when it's the beginning of the end. I just had made a good example In the coronavirus pandemic I said don't listen to foreign voices In any crisis Listen to the trusted voice The trusted voice They took it for a joke It's slowly becoming a sad story Of hidden and missed Missed destiny Aborted destiny is the correct word Aborted destiny Samson listened to Delilah and he was up his destiny. He was supposed to rule over the Philistines, but because that one voice, sweetheart, I've had young followers, boys and girls, on fire for God, listening. As soon as they get the beloved, hey, then the third voice comes, listen. That's why marriage can never survive if there's a third voice. Marriage is a a definition of two people, excluding the third voice. That's the, the Oxford definition of marriage. Let me read it to you. Excluding the third voice. The definition in law, sorry if you study law, here's some lawyers here. It's the relationship that exists to the exclusion of others. You say you love God Do you really? I ask you why you didn't do this Why you didn't obey God You say My wife said My father said My mother said My brother said My work said My boss said But the relationship in law of marriage If you marry to God To the exclusion of others I hear his voice And his voice makes the difference In my life Yeah A girlfriend and a boyfriend, not even a married partner, can make you lose God and you lose everything. And you claim you love God. Let me bring this message closer to the end. See if you really love God. The question you must ask is, who is destroying my relationship with God? What voice is destroying my relationship with God. Deuteronomy 13, verse 3. 13, verse 3. Do not listen to them. The Lord your God is testing you to see if you truly love Him with all your heart and with all your soul. Do not listen to the third voice. Everybody say the third voice. It will will test your love for God. Amen. I close by this. You must obey no matter what the cost. Hallelujah. Pastor, will it cost me to follow God? Of course it will. Of course it will. Isaiah 41 verse 8. Isaiah 41 verse 8. But as for you, Israel, my servant. Jacob, my chosen one, descended from Abraham, which is my friend. Now the Lord calls Jacob his servant, but Abram he calls his chosen friend. Are you listening? Why did he call Abram his friend? Being a friend of God is not just a cliche. It's a real thing. Abram obeyed God even to the point of sacrificing his own son. To sacrifice your only child is not an easy thing. Hmm. Abram was completely sold out to God. There was nothing that he would not do for the Lord. There was no third party between Abram and God Between him and his relationship Even Sarah could not come between Abram and God There was no advisor that could come between Abram and God There was no friend who was lurking in the shadows of waiting in the dark To influence Abram after he had a meeting with God It is, is it any wonder that God called him his friend God is a jealous God ladies and gentlemen and he's constantly looking for someone who will love him as much as he loved us sometimes we feel sad for God because he loved the world so much that he also gave his only begotten son yet we love him back so little We are prepared to do so little for Him because we've not excluded the third parties out of our lives. I'm fully aware that even as I'm preaching this and I'm finished preaching, I might not change the behavior of certain people. I might not. But I leave you with the Word of God. Jacob is my servant. But Abram is my friend. Ask any mother or any good father if they will ever surrender their child because they love someone so much. You will probably not get someone like that. But the Bible says, for God so loved the world. You know, I have a son in Jason. Jason. I pray for him every day that God should keep him safe from the trials and the torments of life. My daughter is not far from me. Sometimes I can run to her if she needs my but but he's far. And my love for him is great because he's distant. I can always share my love here, but it's far. Bishop Dag says, those that are further often get more love. But to think of it, To sacrifice a child For the love of someone else Is beyond your human comprehension But for God I don't think we can ever understand What love is His love for you That he took his He saw Jesus Perfect Nothing wrong with Jesus In the beginning Was the word And the word with God, He said to this word, You must now go and pay the price, you're gonna die for these wicked human beings. That's the love of God. So, as many as receive Him, to them gave He power to become children of God. If ever the love of God was displayed, it's the only reason why he could say to Abram You love me more than anybody else Jacob is my servant But Abram is my friend He could say zondagochen I am a friend of God I am a friend of God Pastor sê, ons gaan three aane of time will not allow me I want I want to go into what you will do when you love God and you will give also because for God so loved the world that he gave Do you really, the message is called Do you really love God? Do you love the brethren? Do you love the house of God? What is the chorus? Lovely all oh, Your dwelling place, I'm no moch van lichtresten. I'm no moch. Ah? I want to give certain choruses for you to sing. You're helping me. You're Help owning me. And you will me as all my days melt away. I want to dwell in Your presence. Yeah. Lovely are your dwelling places I love you, I love you, I love you As I sang the song, I said And my heart's desire Is only after can you Can you give your child Will you say if God says today your child must come, will you give it for God? Will you? you, you, You're a friend of God. The anointing is here. When I looked into this, I really had to do introspection. I said, Lord, I I serve you. I serve the people. I do. Uh, But the the question is, the main question, Chris, do you love God? Do you love Him with your whole heart? your strength and with your mind will you give will you sacrifice all for him I said Lord I I fall short of the glory of God if there's something I always pray for is the presence I said Lord I want your presence with me he said if you love me I want. To you, and my father will also come to you. We will make an abode in you. Not what you do for others, what you how much do you love me? What will you give? I give so much. Will you love me back? Will you love me back? I love him. Because he first loved me. Because he first loved me. Your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. Maybe you came here this morning, somebody invited you, and you don't really love God the way you should. We all know that our love for God falls short. Do you obey Him? Do you obey His Word? Maybe your life is in a mess Because the commandments of the Lord Is not heavy He said come to me All ye that labor and are heavy laden I will give you rest You need rest You don't have rest You need rest for your troubled soul It's all found in the love of God For God is love And he will love this bone of God. You love your fellow man. If you love God, you will love your fellow man. He said to Peter, 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 do you love me? He said, Lord, you know I love you. He said, then go and feed my sheep. Feed my sheep, Peter. Be with my people. Teach my people. He said again, Lord, do you love me? He said, yes. Teach my lambs, teach my sheep. Lovely are your dwelling places. I want to make that altar call. I want to pray for people this morning. As the Lord speaks to my heart, He speaks to you also. You say, Pastor, Pray for me I need Jesus in my life I need the love of God Or you say, Pastor I I, I need to love God more I didn't know that the love language of God was obedience And I, I have listened to a voice that led me astray This morning I want to return And I want to come to God And I want to listen only to Him if that is you put up your hand i want to pray for you if there's someone like that i see your hand i see your hands all going let's stand to our feet
0: you are
1: Yes, I love you I love you I love
0: you and my heart will follow oh The question
1: is will you obey him no matter what the cost Some people are so family orientated they can't give up family for God Will you well, Abraham was a friend of God he gave his son He said, there will be nothing greater than my love for God. Nothing greater. God was only testing the love of Abraham. When he lifted that knife to slay Isaac, the angel of the Lord said, God now knows that you love him. You know, many of your love has grown cold because you, you don't look for opportunities to be close to God. I want you to start to think about what I'm saying. Do you really love God? I didn't yet unpack the deep things we will do by God's grace be space, But I'm doing an in <laughs> introspection will the voice of my wife be greater than the voice of God, will the voice of my husband direct me into the wrong places it's only between me and him what will I give what will I give as a sacrifice, if you put up your hand I want you to come out and stand here with the people while I'm doing this altar call and this prayer I love you, I love you
0: And my
1: heart will follow
0: Only after you
1: For it purchased my salvation That's the song I'm looking for I have a a lot to say, but the Holy Spirit said, I'm not this is enough for the church for today. It's enough to know that we must love him because he first loved us. I pray that Jesus will become real to you. Only if he's real. Will you will you know the love of God for you for you? What did, what did you give back for the love of God? I love him. Is it that, that one Mauricio? I love him. Lift your hands. Say with me, I love him. I love him. Because Gently, gently, the ladies and the keyboard. If you want the Lord's presence to be with you, you must love God. It's not how much fasting and how much prayer, how much preaching, but one question at the judgment seat. Did you love me? Did you love me? Because I loved you first. You say, how much, Lord? You say, I purchased your salvation were a thief, you were a liar, you were an adulterer, you were a murderer, but I purchased your salvation. I purchased it the day when I died on Calvary, so that you can Just
0: my,
1: I shall be there. Salvation, Lift your hands. The whole auditorium. Lift your hands. His presence is here. Feel his presence. Say, I love Him. I love Him. presence. If you love me, I will come to you. Do you really love me and I will come to you? I will make my abode with you. My Father will also come to you. He said that. But just. Tree. All of you people in front, say this Pray after me Say dear Lord Jesus Dear Lord Jesus I love you today Lord, I love you today Because you first loved me Because you first loved me Father Father You gave your son You gave your son To die in my place To die in my place Oh what love oh what love what manner of love what manner of love is this. is this that a man that a man lay down his life lay down his life for his friend for his friend thank you for loving me first lord thank you for loving me first lord thank you for loving me first thank you for loving me first i will love you back now i love you back now and if my love for you was not the proper love. And if my love for you was not the proper love, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with the precious blood. Wash me with the precious blood. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Make me a new creature. Make me a new creature. Take away the old life. Take away the old life. Give me a new life. Give me a new life. I lover. want to serve God. I want to serve. From this day. From this day. I want to love God. I want to love God from this day from this day let there be no third voice let there be no third voice to take me away from god to take me away from god please jesus please jesus save me save me write my name write my name in the book of life in the book of life thank you thank you for my salvation for my salvation that you purchased that you purchased on calvary on calvary help me to be a good Christian Help me to be a good Christian. And obey the word. And obey the word. Because your love language Because your love language Is obedience. Is obedience. Take away all other gods. Take away all other gods. From me. From me. Let me love only you. Let me love only you. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind.